0: Welcome, everybody, to Listen GreenStep HR podcast. My name is Kati Tuovinen, and I'm responsible for the HR business at GreenStep, so the HR services we provide to our customers. Today, we're going to talk about HR's and CFO's cooperation in planning and implementing compensation packages, mainly bonus schemes. I worked in HR over 20 years and compensation, bonuses, option plans have been one of the most difficult areas I found in HR to plan and implement and to communicate so that everyone would be happy and everything is understood and well, well communicated. I actually started my HR career working as an HR assistant uh, working in compensation and benefits topics. Uh, I worked with uh, management compensation and it was a listed company and there was also a personal committee accepting the company's management uh, compensation packages as well as all the bonuses and plans for the personnel compensation. So it's been close to my work uh, all all the way but lately I've been also more involved in small and medium-sized companies compensation packages planning And today I have my CFO colleague from GreenStep here with me. And we are going to discuss this topic in more details. Welcome, Ludo. So great to have you with me today.
1: Hello, Katia. Thank you for the invitation. It's great fun to to be here. My name, as a short introduction, is Ludo Tyson, and I'm working as an interim CFO for GreenStep. Uh, So basically, I'm supporting clients who temporarily don't have a CFO available. Maybe they're in the hiring process or the person is on maternity or paternity leave. Then I come in and I can help with financial leadership or profitability improvement or strategic guidance or whatever the customer uh, needs. My background is from finance and business development. I've worked more than 20 years. I think it's already over 25 now. (laughs) in uh, in in finance and i've had different finance roles in different companies in different countries and i've worked with all kinds of businesses startups global family-owned companies and listed multinationals and in various industries and if we talk about compensation and finance slash cfo uh, as cfo over the years i have been providing support to to hr of course, and to the executive management team and the board when we're talking about setting financial bonus targets, so there's a little bit of my background.
0: Thank you, Luda. and as the the topic today already kind of reveals, we believe in that that CFOs and HR should work closely together when planning planning different kind of models for compensation. But let's set the stage a little. So it's now the time of the year that the outcomes from last year and the performance of last year are reviewed overall. And of course, in development discussions or feedback discussions, bonuses are often paid for great performance. And at the same time, new new bonus targets are set for this year. And from HR perspective, these two processes, let's call them now like performance review process and annual compensation review process uh, are keeping us busy so we in HR communicate uh, we ensure managers know what they are expected to do so kind of facilitate the process too and and they know when and how to document and of course everybody should be aware of the process in the company and about the practices and plans and then of course the approval process is also part of this total package and in HR we we facilitate both processes. So what, what would you say, Ludo, what this time of the year requires from CFOs and how how you see these processes also from your perspective?
1: Oh, this time of the year is a wonderful time for CFO. CFO so just in general, I would say that the main focus for CFO and the finance teams and let's say the first quarter of the year in general is to get the numbers done, for last year so we want to have them finalized we want to have them audited and approved Uh, also of course uh, ensuring compliance with all legal and tax reporting which we have to do so that will be one of the main prioritizations at the same time i think for the current year if we then assume that the fiscal year is the calendar year uh, i would as cfo revisit the targets again the budget and maybe start communicating that and setting the financial agenda. For this year, for, for the company, talk a little bit about the external economic environment where we're in, highlight opportunities and intelligence and, and, and so forth. So all what's on my agenda. Related to the topic at hand, if we talk about HR and bonuses, I think during this time, especially, or mainly the first quarter, will be the time when finance will assist and work closely with the rest of the, of the management team and also HR, of course, uh, to, to set the financial levels which are needed for the bonus structure. So the input of the financial information for the bonus structure for the current year. That would be on the agenda for me as a CFO in the first quarter.
0: Thank you. So that's a busy quarter for for everybody, I guess. And like you said, uh, it may not be so that if we have a Bonds plan or structure even in place, but the target may, targets for this year may not have been set yet. So I think that's something that sometimes struggles us in HR too. That okay, we are going to have the target and development discussions, for example, in February, but then we don't actually have the the financial targets for this year necessarily set. Uh, so then it seems a bit late to start setting targets in March or even in April in some companies. But what well, But there is a reason for this, I'm sure. So what would you say, Ludo? (laughs) Uh,
1: (laughs) I think you're totally right. And I definitely understand the frustration. Uh, I must also say it depends, of course, on what type of company you are. Are you listed? Then you, are of course, bound by the stock exchange rules and you have to be ready on time. If you're a smaller SME or if you're a family-owned company, it can take some time. I would say in general, in my experience, the reason, for uh, finance uh, not being able to provide any financial targets for the year is because the last year have not has not been officially closed so it's very difficult if we are still in the process in the first quarter of closing the books for last year there can be some adjustments uh, there can be some changes because of, of of the auditors who are coming in so going out before that Uh, might be a little bit risky and of course we in finance are uh, rather conservative and we don't want to be wrong too often so we rather wait with having the the last year finalized and have really the the final numbers ready in order to set the target for the next year so that can be an explanation why sometimes it takes a little bit longer. Of course, we strive to do it as fast as possible. But again, this depends on the complexity and the size and and basically the state of of your financial information. But I agree, the sooner, the better. So we try to support as much as we can.
0: Yes. And of course, it's not necessarily always so black and white. So of course, we have a clue okay what would be the level of the targets and what are the targets actually so it's more like the detailed numbers then that we need to wait for the financial statement to be ready but hey if you focus a bit more about the actual outcomes still from last year I think the most common HR system for bonus calculations is actually Excel. Uh, what would you
1: say, say about that? <laughs> well, uh, yes, I would have to agree. And of course, we in finance, we love our Excel and uh, we try now, uh, always try to optimize and digitalize as much as we can, but we still rely heavily most often on Excel. This is also true for uh, for bonus calculations and payments uh, so so I think you're right, the, the, especially when we talk, I think about, it depends again on what kind of bonus structure you have, if it's, if it's financial and partly also uh, qualitative personal individual targets, but the financial targets are usually calculated or either the underlying information is coming from, from Excel. So definitely Excel is still an important tool to calculate the numbers.
0: Yeah, so there is a good, um, uh, or there is market to take for some HR system developers, because that's my view too. Uh, HR systems haven't been able to beat Excel. I know systems that there may be something uh, structured around bonuses, but it's not a calculation tool anyhow as an HR system. So that's most likely the tricky part to to develop. Uh, And I think it's then, there should be most likely because when you have massive excels for thousands of people, you may wish to find a better way. But of course, if you're an Excel guru, maybe maybe that's yeah. easier than with excels. But, but I think that's the, that's the challenge. We can set the targets in HR system. We can make some really easy calculations there. But depending on the bonus structure, it may be too difficult to have the full bonus calculated in an HR system. Or would you disagree?
1: Well, I think you are the expert here, but I assume you're right. I know there are some HR systems uh, out there, which I've used before also, where you can input also the financial information. But uh, then I would agree that if you set the financial targets, they have to be quite straightforward and not too difficult and complicated to calculate, which... In my general uh, or or as a general comment, I would say that should always be the case when you set the bonus target, that they would not be overcomplicated. We in finance, of course, like to calculate and do our Excel stuff. So I would say if you keep the financial targets uh, easy and simple to understand, it would definitely be preferable to have that in in an HR system uh, and not... Uh, relying heavily on uh, on yeah heavy excel spreadsheets so i i would agree there
0: yeah and i hope in the future we will get there but step by step i guess so so kind of one one part also in hr that there is a lot happening now around automation and integrations is actually uh, payroll so now we will be filling out the bonus excels with the outcomes so so next next when we have that then we need to ensure of course that the bonus payments are done correctly and delivered to payroll as they need so would be great to hear your opinion Ludu, on the process ownership so who owns the payroll process actually finance or cfos and or hr
1: Oh, that's a tricky question, and that's up for debate, (laughs) I guess. Uh, Let's say, okay, I can give my personal view. I think it should be a a, a combined effort. I think the whole process should be a combined effort between uh, HR and and finance. I also think that HR could take the overall responsibility to drive the, the bonus and payment process because in my opinion it's related to the employees compensation and benefits the contracts which each individual has with the company and the salary and i would say it's the hr function to turn to in general uh, but at the same time i maybe have to yeah give give one extra comment here uh this i think also depends on the type of bonus structure or bonus scheme you have if let's say the individual bonus is is 100 tied to financial company uh financial targets of the whole company then uh, finance can just deliver the actual numbers uh, versus the target and i think hr can then take it all further to payroll Uh, it's not rocket science if we have the actuals and we have the the budget targets uh, to see which level we have reached or not and then calculate what that means for each individual in the payroll. There, I think that could be an HR uh, responsibility. Uh, If we talk about, uh, let's say, controllership and payment, then of course you can look if there's a father-grandfather principle so that the manager above so there's always a, a, a distinction between approval and payment and those kind of things. So that has to be, of course, in place and their finance can, can help. Uh, then if the bonus is not 100% tied to uh, financial targets, uh, I think the bonus can be approved by the respective manager of the individual uh, employee. If it's qualitative uh, bonus targets, Uh, There, I don't think finance has to be uh, involved and that can then be discussed, I think, between the the HR and the manager and the employee, how to do that. But to make a long story short, I think if the bonus levels for each individual are approved and the level of payment is approved, then HR can basically take that, I think, to the payroll department and they can pay out. I don't see any... Reason for for finance to be involved in that respect, other than making sure that the controllership is guaranteed.
0: Thanks, Luda. That's a really good point of view to think about. Also, the approval processes overall, but now focusing on bonus and pay, payment payouts, because that's important part part of internal control too, when when you're a bigger company, also in smaller ones. But I think in small companies, it's more like uh, learning by doing and when, when it's needed to be the, the approval process. Uh, but if we'll come back to the kind of really black and white question, who owns the payroll processes? Uh, like you said, it's not always so black and white. Anyhow, but from my perspective, I've always Seen that so many things related to payroll so if we'll think about payroll processes this is one of them so the bonus system and and how we will bonus payouts but then of course like working hours or absence management or salary increases which I see also as a payroll process I see them all as an age topics and of course salary is the Uh, first thing that we do actually we agreed in an employment contract we pay a salary to an employee for a certain role and and the employment uh, is agreed of course together with others too it's not just HR so again HR facilitates that process when we recruit people we create employment contracts and agree on the content so uh, maybe it's fair to say that payroll process may be kind of owned by HR, but you can never do alone. loan. So you need to involve finance people, CFOs, you need to involve other people to ensure that everything goes uh, well <laughs> to go forward. But hey, let's take a few steps back. Uh, when would you say that the bonus planning process starts for the next year? Because now we talked about that in January Q1, we are setting the financial targets still before the book, books are closed. But what about the structure planning, kind of what what we are going to do next year, kind of who who owns that planning? As as usually the plans are approved already in the board during previous year. <laughs> so who is going to prepare the material and present? Who keeps management team up to date? Uh, if we talk about list if we are not talking about listed companies now, but if we talk about the other companies because there are other processes we need to follow and other rules. So how the process runs smoothly from planning to implementation from your experience?
1: Ooh another depends question. <laughs> uh, well just not to try to hide between all, all the answers, I was basically I would think the whole process of the of the bonus uh, implementation and, and, uh, although, and the setting also uh, should be driven by HR, in my opinion. Uh, of course, it will be a, a combination when you have to talk to the board, we have to talk to the CFO for possible financial targets. We have to maybe talk to the executive management team, link it to the strategy. But I think the process in itself uh is very much uh, the responsibility of of hr also the communication the explanation within the organization how the bonus targets are set and why they are set uh, like they are then for example here in a little bit larger organ, or it could work also in the smes is is, uh, for example if you could work with an hr annual clock so that it's clearly communicated to uh, all the employees Uh, when, what is happening and who is doing that. So when you have your appraisal discussions, your your performance uh, compared to your last year bonus targets, how you're going to set up this year's uh, targets. So that I think should be clearly done and implemented by HR, in my opinion. Then of course, when we go further and we start setting the targets, There, I think the financial targets uh, can be a responsibility of the CEO slash CFO and ultimately the board. Uh, When you then have agreed on a a bonus scheme or bonus structure for for the company on different levels, that, of course, has to go through the board. Uh, In my opinion, it is, uh, and also, again, depending on what, type and size and management structure of the company, I think it is beneficial if the CEO brings that uh, to the board so that he or she explains uh, what the proposal is for the for the bonus setting, but that the material which the CEO is going to uh, propose to the board, that that is prepared mainly Driven by 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 HR and the responsibility of HR, together of course with the help of of other functions. In some cases, I have also seen, and that's of course up to the CEO, that the CEO will will delegate this responsibility to the chief HR officer or let's say the HR responsible person who comes to the board and and presents uh, the bonus structure. But uh, to come back to your original question, my I would say this is just my preferred opinion is that this, this whole uh, bonus uh, process should be the responsibility and driven by the HR function.
0: Yeah. And I, I couldn't agree with you more again that the facilitation and the ownership comes from from HR but a lot cooperation is needed definitely and then I think you brought a really good point there uh, depending on the structure and the the targets uh, there so I've actually learned that many times management and CFOs may have had an agreement already that okay this is a great plan for and you have thought about financial targets and uh, but not necessarily other and then it's the time to communicate and find the motivational aspect for it and then that haven't been thought that much how we actually gonna do it Uh, I don't say that financial targets wouldn't be motivational uh, that would be the view of a CFO or a CEO even, that this should be motivational, uh, but for some people it's not necessarily only only the money that makes the motivation shine, so kind of we need more too, so I don't know, just to briefly, do you think you have the similar exp- experiences or do you think this is my own bubble that I'm talking about now?
1: no. <laughs> I think we're on the same page, uh, Katia. It seems that uh, yes, it seems that the finance and HR is working together perfectly today, which is really nice. No, I I would say that's uh, exactly what I have seen over the years, and this is my personal, I think my 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 personal preference. But I'm very much leaning towards a bonus uh, structure where we are combining the overall uh, financial performance of a company to individual targets which not necessarily need to be financial uh, so it can be quality based certain development needs or projects you are working on or, or other things which you think are important for the individual em- employee and which benefit the company of course uh, also and there i think the communication and motivation is uh, is key and that well what i have seen over the years is that especially the motivational aspect is very much linked to how much an individual employee can influence Let's say the level of the bonus. If if my bonus is dependent on somebody else's performance, I will not be motivated. So it's very crucial when you set, in my opinion, the the individual bonuses that they can be a combination of both. And and of course, uh, from a finance point of view, uh, if I take my CFO hat on. Uh, of course, the total uh, bonus uh, scheme uh, and structure and payments have to be financially sound. So it should be affordable and beneficial for the company, of course. We cannot, as a CFO, uh, we cannot uh, defend bonus schemes which would make the company bankrupt. And also the bonus schemes, in my opinion, should be targeted uh, in a way that certain, I don't know, company values and, and, and company strategic goals are are met or at we strive to get there and that should be i think clearly and exactly communicated when i talk now only about the finance part or the finance part of the bonus structure here i think uh, cfo slash finance has an important task uh, to also communicate and explain clearly to all individuals, not only, and uh, clearly, I mean, stake, a board, executive management team, all employees, everybody, how exactly the financial targets are calculated. Uh, This seems really, really simple, but uh, especially for us in in finance, there are different ways to calculate revenue. So, uh, and it's very important to explain to everybody exactly how the financial targets are calculated are we talking about ebit are we talking about ebitda are we talking about net profit are we talking about net revenue gross revenue sales revenue those kind of things and it's it's all fine but it has to be transparent in my opinion
0: yes usually uh, everything that is explained and communicated detailed enough and clearly enough uh, will be a success. So I, I agree, but it's as a bonus scheme and the structure and the targets and everything linked. It's not a really easy package to plan and communicate and get out of the best what you want to get out of it. Because of course, we, any reason to plan a bonus uh, scheme is that we want to get more profit usually, but then we want to share it as a responsible and and motivational employer. And we want to share if we do some profit. So so to get all the uh, pieces of the puzzle to, to kind of uh, smoothly together, working smoothly together, it's not always easy. I want to briefly touch that base that you said that it should be aligned with strategy and values. So I totally agree. So I think actually compensation packages and the way you structure them tells something about the company's values and, and the culture. That's actually one of the tools that you can develop and influence on on culture that the way how you compensate people. Now we talk about monetary a lot, but also the qualitative part. And I mean also the non-monetary in that sense that how we thank people and how we provide feedback. So it's kind of, we could see this as a broader topic, but today we were concentrating on the bonus Seems uh, So it is a big issue uh, for many people. And I think it's a, it's a topic that you can never be or get 100% satisfaction in the company. So there is always kind of uh, agreement among other people, but then others are disagreeing, or maybe this 80-20 rule might work here as well. And of course, in the end, of course the owners and the management decides what what is the final version, but then we will involve other people to do to ensure this motivation, and that it's also seen as a responsible action. Is there something that you would like to kind of comment on this still?
1: Uh, well, it's uh, difficult because mostly I agree with you all the time. <laughs>
0: yeah, no, but you but, don't uh, disagree. I'm happy to discuss yeah, yeah. about that at the angles, what, what finance uh, brings no, I w- to this discussion.
1: I, I would say I, I would v- very much agree. Of course, the, the compensation is for everybody. It's a sensitive topic. It is uh, it is personal and, and everybody has has an opinion and we all have our own uh values and preferences which is which is perfectly fine and l- like you said to which i also agree is that the compensation and benefit strategy is also a reflection of the company's value and and culture i agree with that and therefore i would say it's of the utmost important to get it right and make an effort it should be a it should be a high priority on the agenda it should be taken seriously and we should we should strive in, in, in my opinion, to make it as fair, transparent and equal as possible. At the same time, you touched a little bit upon that. We always are struggling or we always have to struggle. How do you compensate or how do you uh value uh in terms of bonuses certain performance which which you want or certain extra performance and here i think even though of course uh, the basic is you have a fair transparent and 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 equal bonus system but i also think it should allow the flexibility to have a, a certain individual bonus component uh, in addition to the general ones, which, which, for example, can be based on individual performance or development, or the strategic targets, like we talked about, or company values. So, so I think it's important to to mention here that it's 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 not only, although it should be fair, transparent, and, and equal, it still should allow for a certain personal uh, part in the bonus system. And here I think HR and the management in general could cooperate very close as how to set that maybe hr has some certain rules how to set for example uh, via the 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 smart way as they call it of setting targets that you could use so uh, i think hr has a big big responsibility there and it's a very very important issue
0: Thank you, Ludo. I think the time is up if we want to keep this like a, a snapshot, a podcast about around this topic uh, and to close still, I would like to ask your um, opinion or ex- based on your experience, what would be the three most important messages to HR people regarding bonds planning and implementation? I'm sure we can pick up a few or even tens of them from this discussion, but, but if you would summarize
1: uh yeah let's end with an easy question uh let's see i would say well if if i think about the discussion we have had i think for me uh not only as a cfo of course i speak with my cfo head but in general i think if we have to list three things i would say make the compensation process as fair and equal as possible but at the same time allow for individual components Uh, individual components which can be reached and can be directly influenced by an employee. Then I would maybe say, make the bonus scheme a reflection of the company's strategic goals, its values and culture. Strategic goals, not necessarily always being financial, but most likely nine out of 10, the financial performance will be in there, which is fine. And third and not least, I would say, be transparent and clearly communicate the the, the the process. And I think for all these three aforementioned, I think HR would be the yeah the perfect partner to drive this further. So good luck with that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good luck for us to, to work on together then uh, at some customer perhaps in the future. Yes. So thank you a lot, Ludo. It's been a great pleasure to discuss this topic with you today. I believe we have given, hopefully, uh, to all listeners some tips and tools for for planning and implementation. Thank you all listeners, too. If you'd like to hear more, please listen Greenstep podcasts in Spotify. You can also follow us in LinkedIn, Facebook and Twitter. Have a great day. Bye bye.